You're listening to Intuitive Blueprint Podcast, episode 101. Today, we're going to talk about helpful and unhelpful thoughts as a new coach. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for taking the time to invest in your mind and doing it with me today. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. It's good to have you. And if you're brand new, hello, it's nice to meet you. My name is Shanae. I'm your host. I am an NLP and coach trainer and Reiki master in my obsession, (laughs) my mission, my purpose is to help you master the power of your energy so that you can run your business with confidence and ease. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll know that we dove into the pillars of healing. And so this week, we're going to dive into the mind pillar and talk about some unhelpful thoughts that you may or may not know that you're having that is impacting you either as a new coach or an established coach, as well as some helpful thoughts and beliefs that you can adopt to help you continue to live out your purpose and fulfill your purpose. Before we dive into this week's episode, two things on our little housekeeping list here. One is I want to formally invite you to our next Inner Child Healing Retreat, which will be up in Mount Shasta. This is going to be May 12th through the 15th. So it's four days, three nights, all inclusive in a beautiful spiritual sanctuary home. It is oh, like if I can move to this house, I would. So all-inclusive, that includes three nights, four days, three plant-based meals a day, lovingly prepared by our chef Beth, and specific dietary accommodations are also going to be provided. So if you have any allergies or anything like that, we can accommodate for that. At the retreat, we're going to have a transformative full moon ceremony. We're going to have two outdoor excursions, as well as in, why do I want to say in person, (laughs) as well as a couple sessions in house for you to connect, nurture, and heal your inner child. If you go to the show notes, you'll see a link down there. And we have a couple testimonies from the last retreat, our participants at the last retreat, as well as some pictures. You can see where you'll be staying. This time around, I'm also including a 90-minute group initiation session that takes place prior to the retreat, as well as a one-hour private initiation session prior to the retreat. So one group call, one private call. And then after the retreat, we are going to have a 90-minute group integration so that you and I can get on just like the same frequency of, you know, where you're at in your healing journey, how this retreat can be the most supportive to you. And then afterwards, so that we can have that integration time so that you know how to take the experience and the transformation that you had at the retreat and continue to integrate it day by day by day. Cause so often, you know, we do these things and you have this like amazing time and then you, you go back to your little world and you just go back to your normal day-to-day routine. And it can be challenging if you feel alone or if you feel like you don't have the support to just kind of go back to your old ways. So this way we can, this way you can have that post-integration support to continue the seeds that you've planted during our time together. I'm so excited. We have five spots left as well as one private room that's available. It is available 
right now at the time of this recording, but make sure you inquire to see if it still is. And yeah, the investment is 1500 and you guys, that includes everything, everything, the whole retreat, all your food, everything, all the calls. And so I am just like, oh, I just, I just, I just love this retreat. So I hope to see you there again. We have five spots remaining and the retreat is in May. So go ahead and reach out to me either via Instagram or email. If you'd like to book your spot. Our second PSA is that the spring enrollment for the Intuitive Blueprint Institute NLP practitioner training is closed and we will be opening up our waitlist. So if you would like to get on the waitlist so that you can be the first to enroll when our summer dates are announced and released, that is also down in the show notes. If you're not familiar with what Intuitive Blueprint Institute is, it is our NLP and coach certification program. So it is a 120 hour NLP practitioner training. And once you go through that, you'll be qualified to work with others professionally with six certificates. You are going to be a neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. So that's NLP, Reiki level one and two time techniques, clinical hypnotherapist, emotional freedom techniques, as and last but not least, a spiritual success in life coach. Mm, my favorite one. But you can go down to our link down in the show notes and read more about which each of these modalities brings. And if you listen to last week's episode, I highlighted which modality we use for what pillar so that when you are working with your clients, you're facilitating deep change, you have all these different tools to pull from so that you can help them shift not only on that conscious level, but on the subconscious level and the energetic level, the spiritual level, the, yeah, like all the levels. <laughs> so the details for that are also down in the show notes. Again, spring enrollment is officially closed. Waitlist is open and you'll find out when our summer class is launching. All right. That's it for our housekeeping. Let's dive in. So helpful and unhelpful thoughts as a new coach, let's first dive into why, why do our thoughts matter? If you haven't heard me talk about the thought model before, I'm going to briefly cover it here. The thought model was developed by Brooke Castillo. She's amazing. If you go listen to her podcast, The Life Coach School, she just has so many juicy nuggets of wisdom to share. And I found the model back in 2017, 2018, got certified through them, and it literally changed my life. What the model teaches you is that your thoughts create your results. Like your thoughts are directly responsible for creating every single result that you have in life. And this is really huge because when we are unintentionally living from either a victim mindset or we're living out of fact, we think that the circumstances of our life is creating our results, but it's not, it's our thoughts. So now what happens when you have unhelpful thoughts in your business, an unhelpful thought might sound something like, I don't have what it takes. I don't have enough experience. What if no one thinks I can help them? I don't have enough resources. Those are some unhelpful thoughts that usually come up. I don't know how to get clients. I don't have it down yet. And it's these, think of them as negative thoughts, unhelpful thoughts that are then creating either inaction 
in your life, which is usually what happens. It keeps you stuck. It keeps you stagnant or it does create action, but the action is out of alignment. So then you're doing all this stuff from a place of fear, from a place of unworthiness, which is, you know, getting stuff done. And maybe ultimately you get the result that you think you want, but then it's not sustainable. So here are two thoughts that I have come across in my work as a coach and also just personally building a a business, um, starting off as a fitness and nutrition coach. And now, you know, these last couple of years, I've pivoted to life coaching and now training coaches. So the first thought, which you might not realize is an unhelpful thought, and I'll tell you why it's unhelpful, is the thought of I know. Two words, I know. And if you have been a client of mine or a longtime listener, you know, it's like my biggest pet peeve when people say I know. And that's because it's unhelpful because the result it creates is that you've decided that you already know, which then blocks you from learning anything new. Right. So it blocks you from shifting your perspective, from learning something new, and it instead creates this environment of like, how should I put this? It just creates this environment of stagnation because when you say, I know you're literally like blocking your energy flow versus if you were to shift that thought and perhaps say something, have the thought instead of there's something else to learn here. You see how I know is constricting and there's something else to learn here is way more expansive. It's like, Ooh, open-minded, right? So it's that growth minded versus close-minded mindset, fixed, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So a lot of people unintentionally say, I know, you know, especially just coaching calls or any of the classes that I offer. It's like, oh, have you tried doing, or why don't you do this? Or have you tried doing this? Or, oh, you need to do this. The response a lot is like, oh yeah, I know. And it's like, do you really though? (laughs) Because if you did know, you wouldn't be asking this question. Like you wouldn't be asking the question of like, how do I get clients or how do I sell my coaching services or how do I shift this thought? How do I get more confidence? If you're meeting me with the thought I know, then you're just blocking yourself from learning anything new. So the two thoughts that you can shift to when I already shared with you that one is there's something else to learn here. And the second one is I'm ready to embody this. How else can I embody this more? I love that, love, love, love that one. So I've, I've told this story before, but in case you haven't listened to it, I remember back in 2017, I was in London and it was my last pro show. I didn't know it was my last pro show, but it was my last pro show. And I met a girl backstage. She was really, really nice. Her name is Linnea. She's from Sweden. She, if you're listening, Linnea, hi. And that was really like, we really got along because my husband's Swedish. She's from Sweden. And we had found each other on Instagram a couple weeks prior to the show. And we had been kind of going back and forth and exchanging like, you know, conversation. And we were together backstage and I asked her, I said, okay, so like, are you a trainer? Or do you do online coaching? What do you do? And she was like, yeah, no, I'm, I just do online coaching now. Like I don't see anybody in person. And I was like, ah, that's my dream. I was a personal trainer. I was working a lot of hours, training a lot of people, love, love, love my clients and what I did, but I really wanted to help people beyond that one hour that I saw them in the gym. And I really wanted to utilize like online coaching and especially helping women with 
their mindset when it came to post-competition because that was something that I had struggled with for quite a while and I was overcoming myself. And so when I asked her, I said, well, how did you get your first like online clients? Because at the time I had two, I think, but they were not strangers from the internet. (laughs) They were past one-on-one training clients that were either moving, you know, like out of the city or graduating out of personal training and because they didn't like need me one-on-one anymore, but they wanted a workout program. They wanted to continue their fitness journey and they wanted that accountability and support. So I like, I like transitioned them to be an online client, but they weren't strangers. And so I was like, how did you get your first online client? She's like, oh, well, you know, I use social media and I, and I post it and I put it out there. And I remember my first thought being like, I know, like, Oh, I know this. I know this. And I remember in that moment thinking to myself, like, obviously I don't (laughs) because up until then, like I had wanted to build a business in 2013. So for four years, I had been gathering data and gathering information. And every single time I would ask someone, well, how'd you build your business? They would tell me the answer that I had, had already known because I had done all the information gathering, but I spent too much time in the information gathering phase and I wasn't taking any action. So then I was like, okay, like, obviously there's something to learn here. Cause I keep saying, I know. And if I know all this stuff, like, why am I paying that person to help me? Like, why am I paying them to help me? If I'm just going to say, I know. I obviously don't know. So I'm going to pack to myself any single time I wanted to say, I know I instead shifted my mindset to, okay, how can I take action on this? The second thought that I really like is how can I embody this? How can I be more of this? If she's saying post online and sell your services online. Okay. Like how can I be more of that? And I remember, I think I got back from London and like a month later, I like very hesitantly recorded a story saying I'm taking online clients and I got like five new clients and keep in mind, I had been building my social media and I had been sharing content that was a value for like many, many, many years. And there was a lot of people in just my like audience that was a very warm pool of people who wanted to work with me. And so it was really easy for me back then. But what wasn't easy and what took a hot minute of coaching on myself was to acknowledge that I was keeping myself stuck. Like when you say, you know, it just creates an environment of stagnation because there's nothing else to learn here. And I was being my own bottleneck. So that thought is very, very unhelpful. If you find yourself saying, I know, slap yourself on the wrist, do what you got to do and shift it. Okay. There's something else to learn here. Maybe the person who's offering advice has a different perspective. Maybe I need to hear it in a different way for it to truly land and stick so that I can then take action on it. All right. Second unhelpful thought. And I only have two. The second one is I don't have X, Y, Z. It could be, I don't have resources. I don't have money. I don't have time. I don't have support. I don't have the confidence. I don't have experience. All of these things that you're telling yourself you don't have is a circumstantial excuse. Okay. It is a circumstance and you can change your circumstances by changing your thoughts about the circumstances. Okay. Going back to the model, Brett Castillo says, 
that our circumstances do not create our results. It is our thoughts about the circumstances themselves that changes our results. So for instance, maybe you have a circumstance of, let me find one, like I don't have enough clients. That's your circumstance. You've got just a couple clients, but not enough for you to feel as if like you've got a real business. And that thought makes you feel like inferior which then creates an action. Like, what do you do when you feel inferior? You probably kind of clam up, right? You probably sort of like, you don't open up, you don't use your voice, probably the action is inaction. You don't really do anything. And yeah, you just kind of like stay where you are. And then the result of that is that you don't move anywhere. You don't get anything, which then confirms that thought of you don't have enough clients because you are feeling ungrateful for what you have in that moment. So anytime we're telling ourselves that we don't have something, I want you to to write it out as like the legit thought model and see what feeling comes from you telling yourself like you don't have that. So for example, if you're saying I don't have enough resources, that might make you feel stuck. Stuck is like the word that comes up for me on that one. It's like, well, I don't have enough. So like, why bother trying? When you say I don't have enough clients, maybe you feel like scarce, scarcity. And so the the clients that you do have, you, you don't even feel abundance from them. The, this one is, you know, a little more, there's a lot of examples to go into this one, but I feel like this one's a little bit more obvious than the I know thought, but it's, it's sneaky because a lot of times the thoughts that we have while they're on the conscious level, they've become subconscious because they've become beliefs, right? So a belief is a thought that you've had so many times over and over and over that then you, they have become truths to you. And so if you've constantly been thinking to yourself, like, I don't have the right resources, I don't have enough um, time, I don't have the right support, that then becomes a belief for you. And it's no longer just the thought, but it's a belief that's now running your paradigm. It is a belief that is running your self-esteem. And what do we know about self-esteem? It is its own loop, its own self-fulfilling prophecy. In order for you to increase your self-esteem, you've got to do things that increase your self-esteem. You can't wait to have self-esteem to do the things that you want to do. Does that make sense? It's some feedback loop. The more things I do, the more self-esteem I get. The more self-esteem I have, the more things I do. It's its own loop. So you just got to start and do it. So here are the two shifts that you can have to help you shift this unhelpful thought of I don't have X, Y, Z. One is I'm going to make the best of what I have. I'm going to make the best with what I have. If I don't have any money to put into Facebook ads or like, I don't know, promoting my Yelp page, I'm going to use every single free social media marketing thing I have. I'm going to use Nextdoor. (laughs) I'm going to use Facebook. I'm going to use like word of mouth referrals, like past clients I've worked with. Like I'm really going to squeeze every single ounce of value of like what I have right now, make the best of what I have. Instead of telling myself that I don't have enough, because that's just going to give me more of not enough. The second one, which I kind of already said, is squeezing all the value you can get from what you do have. So for example, say like you think that you don't have enough strategy or you don't have enough, like, I don't know, like business advice stuff, like you need more stuff. 
go and look in your room and see how many books you have. Go and look at all the programs you've purchased already. Go and look at all the posts that you've saved from your favorite content creators. You got loads of stuff in there, my friend, loads of stuff. So how can you squeeze all the value out of what you do have? Okay. And that is a personal responsibility thing. I guess the third shift from that is I take responsibility for my success. Because now that puts me at cause. Saying I don't have something puts me at effect. And now I'm an effect of like the environment and I don't know, the economy and just like everything outside of me. But when I say I am personally responsible for my success, then that makes me a resourceful person. It puts me in the driver's seat. I now have control again. And when you have control and you feel like you've got that control, you're going to take more action. You're going to have more self-belief. You're going to create more confidence in yourself. So remember, your thoughts create your results, okay? Throwing more money at a circumstance without changing the thought is just going to create a bigger problem and it's going to dig a deeper hole in the end. So throwing more money at a circumstance doesn't actually solve it. You've got to do the inner work, do the thought work, dig deep on what are the unhelpful thoughts that are creating the results that I have in my life right now and how can I shift that? What are the helpful thoughts that I want to think instead? And so here are four helpful thoughts that I personally utilize in my business and I have been using since back in the day, five years ago when I first, first started. And the first one is my work is of high value. My work is of high value. We so often take for granted our genius. Like... (laughs) So, so, so often my client is telling me about like what she does and how she helps people and like her process that she created. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, do you know how amazing you are? And she was like, well, I mean, I don't know, like don't a lot of people do this? And right. That's that comparison and, and not believing that she is of high value. So my work is of high value. We, we so often see ourselves through these like muddy tinted glasses and we don't see the true genius that we bring. We don't see all our gifts. We don't own it. So really like embody this one. My work is of high value. Number two, I believe I can help. That belief is so, so, so powerful, especially if you are a new coach, because oftentimes new coaches like have this thoughts of like, well, I don't have enough experience and like, I don't have that many clients and like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Instead, all you have to believe is that you can help. And if you believe you can help, then you are 100% going to do the work needed to help your client. When I was a brand new trainer, I like, and it's not really like a fake it till you make it. It's more of like, I believe I can help you and I will go and learn whatever I need to learn about sciatica so that I can make sure I don't screw up your back. And when we have that embodiment of, I believe I can help again, we put ourselves in the driver's seat. We put ourselves at cause. And that's really the one belief that you need to have. Like that is like the number one belief that you need to have for you to be on this journey of being a coach, of fulfilling your purpose, of helping others. Because I believe I can help. Okay, number three. This is my own like personal one. I can achieve anything I set my mind to. 
anything I set my mind to. And this one is like for my people who don't think they're action takers, like you, like if you procrastinate a lot or if you've like thought about doing something a lot or if you're really good at overthinking things a lot, saying like, I can achieve anything I set my mind to because you know just how powerful your mind is. And when you start to understand that you, you literally can set anything you set your mind to, you will be unstoppable because the energy that gets created, like the feelings that get created from that is then intrinsic motivation. You're not doing it for like the followers or the fame or like whatever, whatever, right? It's like you're literally like the motivation you get comes from yourself. And then the last one is my purpose matters. My purpose matters. I truly believe that if you are attracted to this podcast, attracted to this work, attracted to, I don't know what I've, what I've got to say, then you have a purpose. And this is something that you have known your whole life, but you haven't quite been able to sort of like put words to it of like, no, like I just have this feeling that I'm meant to help others and I have like this purpose and I'm meant to do something and I want to help. And you probably have strangers telling you their life story all the time. You probably love just listening and helping people. And if that's you, then yes, your purpose matters. Your purpose matters. And whatever your purpose is, because we have like many purposes too, don't forget that. But whatever your purpose is right now in this season of life, trust me that it matters. So if there is anything that I can do to support you in taking that action needed for you to fulfill your purpose, you let me know whether that be coming to the inner child healing retreat and healing your inner child, connecting with her, loving her so that you can start building your business from her, start fulfilling your purpose from her instead of your wounded inner child. Let's go to the retreat. And if you are a new coach and you're like, okay, like I want to do this work and I, I want the tools, come and get certified. Even if you are a not a new coach. When I got my NLP certification, you guys, I was already like four years into coaching, three years into coaching, many years into coaching. I didn't do it as a new coach. I did it as an established coach with already a six-figure business. So this isn't just for new coaches. It's also for, for experienced coaches who want to add more tools to their toolbox, especially if you work with fitness clients and you're coaching them on their mindset and you're, you know, giving them a great meal plan or, or macros or however you do it. And they've got the workout programs and your method is solid. However, you're still having trouble with the mindset piece for them. Then it's something deeper and intuitive blueprint Institute will help you facilitate deep work for your clients. So come and get certified and we'll have so much fun. All right. That's it from me, you guys. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that it was supportive. I hope that you take these helpful thoughts, you jot them down in your journal and that you remind yourself that you are of high value, that you can help others, that you can achieve anything you set your mind to and that you matter and that your purpose matters. And I promise you 2022 will be an unstoppable year for you. All right. That's it from me. I'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place. Don't forget to be your highest self. Bye for now. 